0: Remember that real estate is about relationships. Just it's the houses and knowing the parts of the house and how they work and and how to problem solve. Like that's what the job is. But at the same time, knowing how to communicate with the people and hear what they're really interested in and and what what their real concerns are. And the, the best way to find out what their concerns are is to ask them. They know, they'll tell you and just kind of address those first because you'd only get so long where they're paying attention to you. And that that's really, I feel like, the secret kind of sauce to, to being successful in this job. I'm Danny Hicks. Welcome to the Not So Secret Agent podcast, where we learn from top real estate agents how they maintain a thriving business all while living the good life. Welcome to the Not-So-Secret Agent Podcast. I'm here with Coach Grace. Uh, We're doing something a little bit different today. Uh, We've been kind of talking previously and doing some other interviews, and now you're going to kind of get a chance for her to interview me so you can find out kind of a little bit about me. Um, Thank you so much for doing this.
1: You're welcome. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's get started. So, Danny, um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, how you got started in real estate, and how the podcast came to be?
0: Okay. I grew up in Virginia Beach in a construction family. And uh, kind of when I went to college, they said my hammer would be waiting when I got back. And I think it's still there, because I, I never really went back for that. <laughs> um, but kind of finished school and, and always was drawn back to real estate. And I was kind of... Uh, attempting to flip a house, and I thought it'd be a really great way to fire my realtor because they really weren't doing a stellar job, um, and so I got my real estate license and kind of did a little bit of work, and, and it turned out I was pretty good at it, and uh, it kind of went from there.
1: Nice. And um, what year did you start real estate?
0: Oh, that would have been right around 2006, right in time for the oh uh, eight crash, so oh, I... Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So... About seventeen years. Wow! So, well, tell me about your idea of this podcast, how it came to be, and what we have to look forward to.
0: Okay, so I joined Buffini and Company not too long ago, and uh, was paired up with your lovely self, and uh, basically found myself having these conversations with other agents, kind of about how we work the system and 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 kind of what the certain nuances were to the system. And I found that everybody did it a little bit differently. Um, I, a lot of what I do has more to do with kind of having a reason to call and having events and we do a lot of charity stuff, uh, whereas other agents might work with attorneys or something like that. And I really just thought it was, it was an interesting way to uh, not only meet other agents and learn about how they run their business, but also kind of share what I'm doing that's working and, and also you know, what other agents are doing that's really kind of getting it done.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a good point. And I really love the fact that you're wanting to have this forum to help other agents, you know, get good ideas. Because, you know, you, you keep kind of talking about the system and I'm thinking like, oh, you know, let me just share a little bit about like what you're involved in and why you're in coaching. And so for those of you who don't know, Danny is coached by me and I work for Buffini and Company, which is a coaching and training company primarily for real estate agents and lenders, but really for anybody who is looking to build their business by referral. And what's really unique about it is that we don't do cookie cutter coaching. You know, like Danny is different from everybody and um, everybody kind of interprets the system a little bit different. So when we keep saying system, it's really about how he's taking Brian Buffini's system of working by referral and really tailoring it to what makes sense for him and where he shines. So um, with that being said, you know, I I love how you are going to be having guests on that will share their take on how they're making the system work. So what are some of the things and nuances that you've taken from Brian's system and really um, allowed you to kind of work in the market right now? Because the market has changed and shifted a little bit. So what are you doing to adapt to the changing market?
0: So I view kind of my business has having several different spokes. So I don't load the basket with one particular kind of client. And I think that's been really important and successful for me. Um, I do, you know, the traditional retail, if you needed to buy or sell a home and you were a homeowner or first time homeowner or seventh time homeowner, I definitely would still be able to help you. But I do a lot of investment real estate that a lot of agents don't do. I work with a lot of builders. We do a lot of things that, uh, like land acquisition. I do some rural things out in the counties, but I also do um, kind of some of the development for the, for the uh, builders. I found that when I found them a lot that made sense uh, and they could build a house on it and then they would let me sell it. So I kind of loaded my pipeline and I, I learned a lot about zoning rules so I could find value where other people didn't see it. So we could go into a property, for example, that had a bidding war on it Because I knew that there was a $40,000 lot that no one else knew about. So in the city of Richmond, and I won't get into all the technical stuff, but there's something called a BZA that if it was in a historic neighborhood, we could use the setbacks from when that neighborhood was created. So if we found a 60-foot lot with a house on one side, I knew that I had an extra house there. And with that extra value, we could feel comfortable bidding bidding more aggressively, if it will.
1: Okay, well, that's yeah, and not everybody does that. And so, when we go back to um the philosophy of working by referral, how have you been able to incorporate that with what you're doing right now?
0: So a lot of what I do is is jumping from one builder to another. when When I was successful with one, I'd say, you know, is there somebody else that you might be able to introduce me to? um for example, one of my agents and one of my builders was building in the in in the county and subdivisions, and he wouldn't touch the city. But he had a friend who would, and he introduced me, and, and that wound up working out. Um, you know, another spoke in the wheel that we might do is, is estate attorneys. Uh, I do a lot of maintenance deferred real estate. I help, uh, you know, bankruptcy attorneys. We just did one where we were able to save somebody's VA loan. Uh, basically, we we had the tools to be able to kind of get get all of the things out of the house and get it in shape to sell it. Uh, it needed a, a roof to be able to uh, get appraisal. So for for the bank to lend money on this house, it needed a roof. And without that roof, we would have to sell it to an investor who just isn't going to pay as much as a homeowner. And we were able to get one of my contacts to to put that roof on there and to uh, to get paid at closing. And, and really, honestly, it worked out great for my client.
1: Yeah, it's such a win-win and very creative, you know, outside the box thinking. So um, who else do you work with outside of just investors and
0: I mean, I do a ton of investors. I do a ton of builders. I do, uh, I I work with estate attorneys. I work with bankruptcy attorneys. A lot of the estate stuff uh, is more systemized. It's more, you know, uh, of a plan. It's more skilled. Uh, It's a lot more of, we're going to have the pod here for this amount of time. You're going to tell the movers what pieces that you want to keep and kind of dealing with the emotions. And then we're going to do, you know, the antique sale if it's a high-end estate. And then we're going to do you know, basically, you know, to sell, sell all the items and get them all the value we can, but then we're going to bring in the guys to, to kind of take everything else out and get it to an empty shell where we can kind of look at the house itself and just put the, the necessary resources to really be able to get the most value for the property. So that's, that's a really important part of my business. Um, and then a lot of what we do is stay in touch with our clients. So the working by referral thing, um, I do, you know, a couple of client parties a year, uh, where we literally invite people just to say thank you. I don't spend any money on ads other than for houses. I mean, obviously, I advertise real estate, but I don't advertise me and my services. You'll never sit on my bench or my billboard. Um, that's just not going to happen. That's not what we do. Uh, and then we also support a lot of things around our community. So right now we're doing the you know a, a, a blanket and towel collection for RAC, which is our Richmond Animal Shelter you know, and, and that sort of thing. But that gives me a reason to call my clients. It gives them uh, involved in helping our community, but it also reminds them that I'm here and that I'm working in real estate and, you know, can help them with their needs. Cause chances are, I I've already done a good job for them. I just got to stay in front of them.
1: Yeah. And I think you do such a really good job of that with staying in touch with your past clients, doing some wonderful things for the community and then as well as having another arm of your business that is this investment piece and working with builders and that, you you know, you've really diversified your business. And I think that what contributes to your success. And um, well, so what one tip would you give someone who is working Brian Buffini's system?
0: I think the importance is really, really staying consistent and having a plan. So, uh, you know, I do have a showing agent that I work with and I've got a couple of other partners that that we work with. And a lot of what we like to do is we we plan ahead of time. Like with me and my assistant, we decide in November what the playbook is going to look like for the year. We write it all down, and then we don't deviate from that playbook. If you have an idea during the year, you're going to scribble that down. We can talk about it briefly, but we're not going to implement it because you need that plan and you need to be prepared for what you're going to do. So my client parties are on there the year before. I know where they're going to be and what they're going to be, and I go ahead and have those booked and scheduled. My pop by items, which is a little gift that we give to our clients, we drop those off. Um, we've decided on what those are. Uh, you know, right now I'm doing uh, chips and salsa, and it's a striving to be nacho average realtor, which I think is funny. <laughs> but all the bags are made in my office. All the chips are ordered through Amazon with the salsa. We don't. It's not like we decide we're going to do it and then we spend two weeks figuring out where we're going to get it from and you know how much we're going to pay for it. All of that's been pre decided. And then, you know, you go to your your database, which you're going to need, which is list, literally a list of relationships. It's not, you know, our phone list or who we've worked with in the past. It's literally, you know, our relationships. And you, you know what you're going to say to them. It makes those calls so much easier when you already know why you're calling and what you're doing. These are people that we've worked with. They like us, but we do we need to stay in front of them so that they don't, you know, meet their new best friend at the soccer game and decide that they're that's their realtor.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, if you're not in front of them, somebody else will be. So yeah, that's good advice. Well, um, for somebody who doesn't know what a client party is, um, give us an idea of some of the parties that you've done.
0: Okay, we have done, we rented out the Hardywood Brewery here, and we did a little St. Paddy's Day party. Um, and we had uh, basically that party I like because it's several touches for your clients. We called all of our clients that own businesses, and we said, hey, we want to support those who support us, and we were able to buy gift cards, and we used those as our door prizes. A lot of our contractors gave discounts, which that didn't really cost any money, and we had uh, basically a little dice racing game, and everyone was able to bet on leprechauns this year because that was our theme, Um, and they won those door prizes, which helped our clients get business, Um, you know. That would be one. We rented out the uh, Bird Theater, which is a historic movie palace uh, from the 1920s. uh, And it's actually a nonprofit. So we are hoping uh, we're going to be linking up with them and uh, showing, you know, a movie to our clients. But really, it's just all about contacting the client to say thank you for what they do for us. I mean, without them and kind of them being so awesome to us, you know, what I do doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's,
1: yeah. The thing is that, you know, Another thing that I think that's contributed to your success is that you show that you care and you also are very competent at what you do. So it's a really nice balance between competency and care. So I think you've nailed that. So um, how do you do all of this? Do you have a team that supports you?
0: I am kind of building a little bit of what we're calling a co-op currently, where I have a couple of agents we're, we're pooling some resources, but, but mainly my team, you know, I, you know, I, I work with some showing agents when I'm unavailable because I do carry several clients and I do work with buyers and sellers. So there are weekends where I just, my schedule doesn't lot for, for the client's schedule. You know, when that house is available, I might be showing another client a house. Um, but, uh, mainly it's me and my assistant. I, I have an assistant and, uh, and then I have a bunch of other people that are, you know, great businesses that I work with that I do consider part of my team, but they don't work for me directly. My home inspector, my, you know, my contractor that does my work, my photographer, my videographer. Uh, you know, we have a whole host of people. Yourself would be an excellent example of somebody who's on my team that people just might not think about, you know. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah. the key to that is we have to add value for them and they add value for us.
1: Absolutely. Um, so why don't we show another side of you? Um, you know, what would you say, um, your favorite quote is?
0: Well, I tend, my favorite quote was, uh, you know, from when Brian Burfini was working with Dick Hoyt, uh, for those of you guys Mm -hmm. who don't know who he is, he ran, and I think he passed recently, uh, he ran marathons with his son who was uh, handicapped. And and couldn't move and and you know during the interview they just kept asking him like how did you do this and he said I made up my mind like I just I I decided I was going to do it and then I decided what those steps were and and then I did the steps Um, sometimes we we spend too much time looking for like a magic trick or a silver bullet so we don't mind the work but truthfully when we decide what needs to be done and if that's what our goal is we just have to do it like there isn't a trick it's not going to be unpleasant. But, you know, you're going you're gonna to fall in love with the process. You're not going to, you know, the results will get there if we do what we're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, and I love that, um, just doing it. And I think you exemplify that in that you do plan your year out ahead of time so that all you're doing is, you know, I just have to execute and I have to pivot from the plan if need be. And um, so, yeah, that's a great quote.
0: Well, that, that plan is so important for us because – when the market does turn and we're not getting the results, when you're going from five and 10 deals a month, which, you know, we happened just recently when the interest rates went up, you know, knowing that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing this, you know, this is what I did and this is how I got it. And, you know, there might be a tweak here or there, but if I work the system and I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm okay. And and I yeah. made my calls today. I made, you know, I dropped off the Popeyes I got in front of this many people, you know, and I wrote my thank you notes. And so I've done what I'm supposed to do. And it also kind of gives us an idea of when to stop working because, I mean, part yeah. of this business, I mean, you can sprint, but you can only sprint for so long. So knowing, hey, look, I've hit my numbers. This was my goal. This is where I need to be. And now I, I can go and spend some time with my wife and my dog and, you know, so they know who I am. And, you know, you know we used to joke around that I think my house is gray. I haven't seen it in the daytime. You know, you, you, you know none of this stuff matters if you lose everything else.
1: Exactly. It's a nice balance. So um, is there anything else that you want to add that you can think of?
0: You know, j- just just that, you know, remember that real estate is about relationships. Just it's the houses and knowing the parts of the house and how they work and, and how to problem solve. Like that's what the job is. But at the same time, knowing how to communicate with the people and hear what they're really interested in and, and what what their real concerns are. And the the best way to find out what their concerns are is to ask them. They know, they'll tell you um you know and and just kind of address those um first cuz you'd only get so long where they're paying attention to you um you know and that that's really I feel like the secret kind of sauce to to being successful in this job.
1: Yeah, and and you've definitely nailed that so if you were going to be a superhero if you were a superhero what would your superpower be
0: well what i'd like my superpower to be would be you know kind of just knowing understanding people no matter what they say but truthfully if i if i was going to analyze me and, and myself um i'm very good at knowing who i am i know what mm-hmm. i'm good at and i'm not afraid to admit when i'm not good at something Uh, But I'm also not going to use that as an excuse. I'm going to find a system or I'm going to find somebody who is good at that so we can implement that because we still got to win. Whether, you know, the idea of I'm not good at that, so I just tell everybody and then I'm off the hook, like that doesn't work for me. Well, you have to figure out how to do it.
1: I love that. Well, that being said, I, I don't have any other questions for you.
0: Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, stay tuned, guys. We're going to be interviewing uh, some top agents and kind of finding out how they work by referral. Uh, Look forward to uh, talking to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for coming.
1: Yeah. Do you think, um, was there anything else that you wanted to add?
0: Um, The only other thing I was thinking is kind of the why stuff, but, you know.
1: Do we we, do we have time
0: to? um, We put it on tape, and maybe we can edit it into a short because they want everything to flow like a conversation. Um, But if we did, you know, because as you know, my why is really you know I want to build a real estate business that me, my employees, and my family can be proud of, and then you know my selfish why is definitely I want the choice, I want Mm -hmm. the resources to be able to kind of execute, you know my ideas and dreams and to be able to communicate those. And, and really the money we make is a tool to be able to do that. Like that's really what drives me. It, it doesn't, you know, money's kind of a scorecard, but who cares? Like no one wants to hear about that shit stuff.
1: Yeah. So how can we work that in?
0: Um, I think part of that is going to be maybe editing that into a short for like the the commercial because everything's going to be like a conversation. Like they're going to play it from start to finish. Um, and really this is kind of one of the, one of the reasons why I was drawn to the podcast had everything to do with like when we were doing videos, they were like, you have 30 seconds to tell somebody you can't tell anybody anything in 30 seconds. Right. Not of subsequent. So if they could, you know, if they grabbed a little clip from this and then they could go and hear the whole thing, I kind of felt like that would be exciting. Um, Mm -hmm. because I do know a lot about real estate and I am, this is going to be really helpful because when I talk to Rick Brandt, I want to try to get into, like, I don't want it to be a startup interview every time. I want to talk about some of the real stuff that we're doing in kind of real estate. You know what I mean? Like one of the situations he's working on and kind of, you know, how we work with buyers maybe, but I'm going to try to have that quick conversation with those guys like ahead of time and be like, right, where do you guys want to take it? What where is this? Where's the interesting part of your job? Like Greg Chaplin, I've talked to that guy a million times. I know what his business, is. I know Jeremy's Rick's, uh, he runs a good team and I think he does a lot of mentoring and he does a lot of the coaching them up thing. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of hear, you know, how he works with the buyer and how he, his systems I think is where I'm going to take it with him. Um, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, but I thought this went well. I mean, I guess I'm going to go grab Steven and, uh,
1: Yeah. And I hope like, um, I didn't fumble through with asking questions. All right. Well, thank you. And, um, good luck with your next one.
0: Your mission should you choose to accept it is to apply this information to your business immediately. This message will not self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck agents.